Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. This is episode 2361 and the timing is not lost on me. The fact that we just had the final episode of season 2 of The Mandalorian and the big reveal at the end was for a new series coming, The Book of Boba Fett, that they didn't announce at the investor day for Disney because they wanted to save this. Crazy timing because, of course, the day before, Jeremy Bullock, the actor who performed Boba Fett in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, passed away at the age of 75. There was a post on his website about the news, jeremybullock.com. It says, Jeremy died peacefully on 17th of December following health complications, including several years living with Parkinson's disease. He spent his final weeks in the wonderful care of staff at St. George's Hospital in Tooting, close to the house where he and his wife Maureen had lived together for more than 50 years. And the statement goes on to say, Jeremy had a long and happy life as an actor and was best known for his roles in films Summer Holiday, Star Wars, and James Bond, TV series The Newcomers, Doctor Who, Agony, and Robin of Sherwood, and several West End theater productions. Away from the screen, Jeremy was a talented footballer and cricketer. He also supported a number of charities, including Great Ormond Street Hospital, who saved his granddaughter's life. He was devoted to his wife, three sons, and ten grandchildren who all love him dearly and will miss him terribly. And career-wise, he was also in The Devil's Agent with Christopher Lee, and this was many years before Lee would play Count Dooku in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. And in fact, it turns out that they were both in Revenge of the Sith together, obviously Christopher Lee at the very beginning of the movie, and Jeremy Bullock in a bit part at the end of the movie as the pilot of the Alderanian cruiser that's flying Kenobi and Yoda and Bail Organa around. But naturally, there is one role for which he will be best remembered, and that is the role of Boba Fett. There's a story, of course, on StarWars.com related to his passing, and in the story it says it was a call that Jeremy Bullock received from his half-brother Robert Watts, who was the associate producer on The Empire Strikes Back, that landed Bullock the role of Boba Fett. And Robert Watts, being quoted from a, an interview in 2008, said, I never managed to give Jeremy a job on film, so I rang him up and said, if the suit fits, the part's yours. He came in, and it fit. And a few years later, Jeremy Bullock remembered in an interview, he said, I remember George Lucas saying, welcome aboard. It's not a big role, but I think you'll have some fun. And that he did. He also acted in fan films and was a staple on the convention circuit until he had to, unfortunately, hang up the helmet, as he put it, in August of 2018 because of health complications. He said, it is with a heavy heart that I've decided to stop attending conventions. It has not been an easy decision to make. In 1979, I was called onto the set of Empire Strikes Back to play Boba Fett, and since that day, it has changed the entire direction of my life in such a wonderful way. It has been a privilege to have had the opportunity to inspire so many generations of Star Wars fans. I've had over 20 years of traveling with my wife Maureen to some amazing countries and have met so many wonderful fans. Thank you all so much, and we will miss you all. Speaking of the convention circuit, Daniel Logan, who played young Boba Fett in the prequel trilogy and also as a voice actor in The Clone Wars, said, Jeremy was the one to teach me how to be a gentleman and interact with fans at conventions and show up and be present. He said that in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. Said he was a true English gentleman. And then on Twitter said, I'm sad to hear of the passing of Jeremy Bullock, a Star Wars family member. I will never forget all you taught me and all the good times we had together. You will be forever remembered. Cons won't be the same without you. The Force will be with you always. R.I.P. my Mando brother. Billy D. Williams also chimed in and said, Today we lost the best bounty hunter in the galaxy and added a broken heart emoji to it. 
Mark Hamill said, Jeremy Bullock was the quintessential English gentleman, a fine actor, delightful company, and so kind to everyone lucky enough to meet or work with him. I will deeply miss him, and I'm so grateful to have known him. And George Lucas says, Jeremy brought the perfect combination of mystery and menace to his performance of Boba Fett, which is just what I wanted the character to convey. In addition, Jeremy was a true gentleman who was very supportive of Star Wars and its fans, and I'm very grateful for his contributions to the saga and its legacy. And that last part is absolutely phenomenal. His contributions to the saga and its legacy. I mean, this is a character that appeared barely on screen in The Empire Strikes Back, had the fewest lines of dialogue, and yet somehow managed to capture the imaginations of fans worldwide and hold it compellingly for four decades. For the performance, according to the entry on Wikipedia, it says that Bullock drew some inspiration from Clint Eastwood's The Man With No Name, and it goes on to say, both Fett and Eastwood's character in A Fistful of Dollars wear similar capes, cradle their gun, ready to shoot, and move in slow motion. And in fact, there's actually a bit that I would love to read to you from Alan Arnold's Once Upon a Galaxy, which is his journal of the making of The Empire Strikes Back. This is an entry dated Thursday, April 12th for 1978, where Alan Arnold says, Talked to young Jeremy Bullock, the actor who is playing Boba Fett, an important new creation Fett is the bounty hunter who trails Han across space and places him in Vader's grasp. Arnold goes on to say that Fett is another masked character, and it is interesting to note how very ready actors are to lose their personal identities for the opportunity to play roles in the saga, knowing that their faces will never be seen. The fact of simply having a job is not the basic reason. The appeal of being associated with success is a factor. Another is that the characters have such distinct identities that they lend prestige to the actors playing them. But the paramount reason is simplest. Actors love dressing up. Jeremy, a sturdy six-footer, is not only delighted to be playing the role, but is thrilled with his costume. For all its built-in gadgetry, parens, holster for laser guns, digital switches, a shoulder pack incorporating a rocket, close paren, the costume has a period swagger about it, which is reminiscent of something out of Richard II, which... Incidentally, Jeremy has just played Hotspur in a BBC TV production. The Boba Fett costume has armored breastplates, knee pads, and a codpiece, features which are straight out of the Middle Ages. The character, like the costume, is a composite. Although Fett is a galactic bounty hunter, his leather ammunition belt and spiked boots are reminiscent of the Old West. There's also a dark hint of that period in the scalps that hang from his right shoulder. His, quote, saddle, unquote, is a beat-up spacecraft, but his kind have been around for a long, long time in Westerns. And I apologize, I meant to say 1979 for that entry, not 1978. Sorry about that. The thing about Jeremy Bullock's performance, the fact that he tied it to Clint Eastwood's character, thinking about the Sergio Leone Westerns and about the physicality of that performance where... Even the smallest moves meant so much, especially as a masked character where you can't convey emotion with your face. You have to find a way to do it otherwise. And the way to do it comes through stillness. So that way, when there is emotion, it has as much meaning as can be conveyed as possible. And that is a lesson that is carried through four decades of Mandalorian performance. In fact, you can go to Deborah Chow, who talked about in the Disney Gallery series for The Mandalorian, about how she directed 
Pedro Pascal in the performance, how she directed the people wearing the Mandalorian costume, knowing that because he can't emote, that the smallest moves have to convey the most emotion possible. I'm paraphrasing there. And as fans, I think we owe a debt of gratitude to Jeremy Bullock for paving the way for that kind of performance. I will say, you know, just I feel like I need to say it on the show here because in the past I have made my feelings about the character of Boba Fett very clear that I don't think he was a very compelling character in the original trilogy and that has to do with the fact that it was only really detective work that got him to land Han Solo and then of course there's his inglorious defeat in Return of the Jedi. It's just ultimately that the character did not for me live up to his reputation as this big muckety-muck bounty hunter but that has nothing to do with the performance of Jeremy Bullock who did incredible work with the limited screen time that he had and helped create a character that was so compelling that we're still talking about that character and bringing him back into stories 40 years later. And so I will end this as I have done with other sad episodes where we've had to talk about the passing of people from the galaxy far, far away and quote the German theologian and philosopher Meister Eckhart who said, and I'm paraphrasing, that if the only prayer that you said was thank you, that that would be enough. And so I hope today, wherever you find yourself, if you happen to be listening to this episode, that you spare a moment and say thank you very quietly and whoever is out there for you to hear it hopefully will and maybe it will be Jeremy Bullock himself somewhere off in a galaxy far, far away. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. <laughs>